A little place. A little place called Aspen. This is the gondola cast with Andrew Wicks. Alright, February 25th, hopped on the gondola with the champ. <laughs> the champ is here. <laughs> Alex Ferrero, my good pal, our, uh, our spectacular star of the ski slopes. What's going on? Nothing, man. I'm just uh, super grateful to be out here with you. It's a beautiful day. We're on the Gandhi, and uh, we're going to have a good time, right? We are. We're lucky we didn't try yesterday because the Gandhi was closed. Yeah, I came to Gorsuch in the morning to grab a coffee, and there must have been 200 people in there. Oh, really? Freaking madhouse. Just, ah, give me my coffee. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? But we had a cool little Gorsuch classic Aspen experience this morning. I come in to meet you. You're having a coffee and some breakfast and chatting up with uh, a longtime local, a guy who coached, you know, helped get the racing program started at Highlands back in, what was he saying, the 60s? Yeah, I think uh, late 60s, early 70s. So that was Hans Schwartz, yep. who had a daughter your age? Yeah, he had a daughter, Alona Schwartz, and she was in my graduating class of high school. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it was super cool. And that, like, that's the amazing thing about Aspen. You know, I wasn't planning on seeing Hans there at all. Yeah. Sit down. He asked me to sit down, and we have a coffee together, and we're talking old school ski racing and all this stuff. And it, it's that culture. It's that that great vibe you get. There's something about hearing when you're going skiing, something about hearing like an Austrian or Swiss or Norwegian accent that just makes skiing all the more real and flavorful. It's like the quintessential sound. Yeah, of skiing. skiing you know. <laughs> The, the the alpine sound yeah this alpine sound is of the ski fun <laughs> and to make it even better a ambassador who i i thought i caught the name on the name tag trixie who also had an austrian pin walked up as we were leaving there was the cordial servus yeah and then they went into uh typical austrian dialogue so it's so nice that 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 part of aspen that heritage still exists in our town in the numbers that it does obviously those generations getting older and and kind of as he wants to do wants to down downsize maybe move down valley which is fine happy to keep these people in the valley but um you know in 20 30 years we're not going to be hearing those original austrian norwegian accents on the hill yeah and you along with those original Austrian accents, you're not going to be hearing those original classy stories mm -hmm. of just how the ski company was started and or how Aspen Highlands was separate back in the day and how it was managed and just all these amazing intricacies that I didn't know existed. Mm -hmm. And it's so cool to hear it straight from them because they were there. Yeah. And I, I just find that fascinating. It's, it's I, kept, so cool. I kept looking down at under the table he probably thought I was trying to look up his skirt or something, but I was I was trying to figure out if he had ski boots on. I wanted to get that that Austrian accent in the gondola with us to oh, have that uh, dichotomy of you know new school kind of Aspen hero along with the old school Austrian icons. But it was fun having that breakfast conversation with with Hans. Hopefully he can catch the cast. Yeah, we got to get Hans in here for sure. We might have to do a round two. 
Yeah, we should. Yeah, that would be cool with Hans. Hans, hey! Well, I'll let you, I'll let you kind of reach into that. Maybe get a spring, get some, you know, ski sweaters out, yeah. rally a few Austrians in the gondola, and just let them let them talk. Yeah, let's get that crew together. That that could definitely be made happen. Speaking of having the champ here, a second X Games gold, my dude. Thank you, brother. Thank How you. cool! Super cool. Super grateful. I just worked really hard and to see all this hard work unfolding in front of my eyes is um, it's truly special it's it is it's really cool was there more was there more pressure for the for this one because you know there's all the talk they want to build tv specials and news articles and local boy alex Frayer going for for second medal as opposed to there's not necessarily a story before you have the first one right there's that you're competing and right. and so forth but did you how did the pressure change this time? Yeah, it's a great question. I think, you know, before you win the gold, so in 2019 I had never won before that night, and then you win, and it's like, oh my gosh, like, my dream has come true since I was 10 years old. This has always been my dream. Mm -hmm. and it comes true. And you're, wow, I can't believe it. And then leading up to this year, it's like, oh, will you go back to back? I forget mm -hmm. one of the titles in the newspaper is, you're only as good as your last gold. <laughs> <laughs> and the article's about me, and I'm like reading it, oh, geez. Well, I gotta show up. <laughs> but more so, I didn't necessarily feel that much pressure from the media. I mostly felt pressure from within. Yeah, but was that, was that pressure heightened because of that you wanted to come and and do it again? Or was it lessened because you're like, okay, I already got one under the belt. If I don't grab a gold in this one, or I ski, I ski well, or I mean, so how did that yeah. filter out? I would say originally before the contest and during the trainings, I wasn't that stressed because I had already had one under the belt, like you said. Mm -hmm. But then as soon as the contest came, as soon as it started first run, it was like this flip switched in my brain. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do everything in my power to win because I want to be the champ tonight. Mm -hmm. Like, it's X Games. It's our Super Bowl of skiing. It's the most prized event since we were kids. You know, yeah. it's everybody's dream in freestyle skiing to win the X Games. And for me, that that moment happened right before I was dropping in, and I'm really glad it did because like that you felt a solidifying. Yeah. Like, this is the moment and I got this kind of Like this feeling. is the moment, what better time than now. Uh-huh. Take control of your destiny kind of thing. Cool. So I, I just tried to do that and I gave it my all. It was different this year too. The format was, was different. It was an overall impression for all the runs and for the night as a whole versus which run wins. Right. And to your credit, you skied in the way that the contest had changed, right? You laid down four different runs, four solid runs, you showed variety, and then in a lot of your runs, you also, also upped the ante. Do you think, do you think, say we extrapolated the runs of this year and put it into last year's judging format, do you think you, you still win there you and Blanc had two of the hardest halfpipe runs that have ever been done in history. And Blanc's technicality was unreal. Right. But it was the fact that you highlighted 
your skill set the whole night, whereas he only had, you know, two decent runs that night. Right. Yeah, I, I went back after the contest and I watched it probably six times through, just on repeat. And it's like you said, Blunk landed two decent runs, mm -hmm. two really good runs. Um, maybe missed a few grabs here and there, but overall his technicality is unbelievable. Like truly, really, really great skiing. Um, but then you get someone like me and I landed all four runs. Mm -hmm. And there was definitely some different variety and some runs that you don't usually see. Like for example, in the second run I didn't do a switch hit. Mm -hmm. And that was a totally audible call. Yeah, you like could I tell. Was supposed to be a, I was supposed to do a left dub 14 into a switch dub 10 that second run. But instead, I knew I didn't have enough flip and twist to get the 14 around, so I only did a 12. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going into the next wall. I'm like, what, what am I going to do? I'm like, oh, dub chuck 10. And like next thing I know, I'm on my feet. I look up at the wall. And I said to myself, no way. <laughs> you just did. I was like, I cannot believe that that just happened. Yeah. <laughs> so I think with the format and that change, I don't know if I would have been first compared to last year's format, or if it was last year's format, or if Blunk would have been, I think... Uh... Well, I guess that conversation is null because you are a competitor and you understood what that event was. And the technicality in both of your runs would have made any judge cringe at the thought of judging the two runs. But when you look at this event, this X Games, and it was about overall impression for the whole night, there was no question, you know? It would have been actually nice to be in the judging booth that night because it was like, boom, hands down, winner. We don't need to talk too much <laughs> about it, you know? Well, I appreciate you saying that. That makes me feel good. <laughs> no, it's, that's, that's the complete and honest truth. Yeah. And full disclosure to people listening, I did judge for 10 years, so I judged Alex from... How old are you now? I'm 25. So I started judging you at, like, Aspen Opens and stuff like that when yeah. you were just... Getting your bearings. Where was your first X Games? First X Games was 20... I don't know, I was 18 years old. Did you compete in teen? I competed in Aspen X Games and then teen right after. Okay. So it was the last year of teen European X Games. Right. So I guess the I first time I judged you in X Games was in teen. Yeah. Um, and then my last time was was last year, so it was, it was very cool to be part of the panel that awarded you gold. Um, for me, I was always almost harsher on probably you and, and Torin because the judging panel would always look at me at the end and say, is he gonna favor these guys or what? You know, but I think as any judge, you're not judging to give out favors. You're, not, you're judging to give credence to the sport. And so it was honestly an honor for the past decade to watch you literally grow up and and go from a young man into a real man that you are today both as a person and as a competitor and as I told you after this year you the way you skied you know I've seen some X Games golds get squeaked out where you're like ah, that was a good run but there was there was there were things left you know or the skiing looked weak or injuries could play a role the way you skied halfpipe this year is is the way that the pinnacle of halfpipe skiing can be done. I mean, big airs, landing at the top, extension, just 
as far as a uh, someone who's a fan of the sport, that's that's what it's all about. And and you laced it. You made the community proud. Super stoked on that. Um, what's what's life been like since your second X Games gold? Yeah, thank you, Wix. I, I really appreciate you, those kind words. That's that's very nice of you. Um, and it's been an honor to go through it with you. It's, it's <laughs> been really cool. And you know, I used to look up to you when I was a kid. You, Charlie, Matt Terrell, Sam Ferguson, all the boys when you guys were in the club. Matt Walker. Yeah, Matt Walker, exactly. You guys gave us the time of day. Like, you talked to us. And that is probably why I love it so much. So I really appreciate that. And I want to do the same for the kids back at ABSC. I definitely want to give back. Oh, uh, um, thank you. You know, the first time I ever even saw you, uh, someone in my grade, uh, Hart Houston, who you knew, Tyge and the Houston yep. family and stuff, you, someone pointed at this little, I don't know, you must have been first grade. You had little Adidas Sambas on, little Umbro shorts with a white t-shirt that pretty much covered your shorts. <laughs> and someone said, this kid is insane at skiing. And I looked at you in your little, like, soccer outfit with a shirt three times too big. I said, this little soccer guy is really good at skiing. And uh, I had never thought about that till, till this morning, so it was a funny, funny little uh, thought to have. But back back to the question, yeah, yeah. what have you been doing for, for the past month since, since X Games? Yeah, since X Games, we went to Canada. I did some ski testing for Vocal. I'm very honored and stoked to be a part of their team. That's my first ever ski sponsor, so that's awesome. Mm -hmm. And then we went up to Banff and we shot some great video for Columbia and their new campaign coming out. That was really cool. We did that with the Vital Films guys. They're doing some amazing. work with Columbia here too this past week, right? Yep, we've been doing some Columbia work uh, a couple weeks before we left for Canada and actually this coming tomorrow. This coming tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow, Wednesday, we are going to do that. And yeah, it's been nice coming back to Aspen, especially in the spring is amazing because if you don't know, now you know, freaking <laughs> the spring shred at buttermilk is yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. It's just, the vibes are amazing. It's sunny, it's 50 degrees, it's slushy. Everyone's having a good time. And it's a really great time to progress your skiing and learn all these new tricks and have fun. Like that's what we were doing when we were 10 years old. And now I'm 25 and I'm still doing that and I'm just unbelievably grateful to do that. You can tell it's still fun. It's so much fun. It's like, wow, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And you feel that deep in my, I feel that deep in my heart. And that is, it's just so self-reassuring and nice. Yeah, I bet. And it's it's a really great feeling. So I'm gonna be doing that. And not not all of us get to ski for a living. So yeah. you make sure you enjoy it, <laughs> Exactly. Buddy. Like, I, I, a couple of my friends tell me all the time, they're just like, Alex, you have the best life in the world. And I'm like, you're, you're right. Like, I got it good. You're right. And I'm so grateful that you guys tell me that so I don't become... A reminder. Yeah, so I don't become somebody I don't want to become. Yeah. <laughs> just Speaking of having fun, we're getting towards the top of this first ride. You know, the mountain was closed for a majority of yesterday. Where do you want to go ski? Let's do a T to B and... Yeah, let's, let you do, choose. let's do a T to B, maybe hit the highlight reel, maybe go over to Buckskin, Peanut Butter Ridge. Just go, you want to yumps? Yeah, let's go yump. What are we, what are we here doing? I don't know, following you and yumping <laughs> is a lot of fun. I'm, I'm down, let's do it. And uh, let's turn it around one, talk talk some Aspen heritage. Yeah. See how your parents ended up here and, and all that. 
Um, yeah, so if if you feel a breeze coming by you this morning, hopefully it'll be Alex and I. Thanks for joining me with your busy schedule. Now let's get to doing what you do best. Thanks for having me, Wixie. I'm stoked to be here. We're on uh, Gondola Cast round two with AF, the champ. <laughs> you guys know you are riding the gondola with X Games gold medalist of this year, Alex Ferreira. Yeah. O uh, Olympic uh, silver medalist in Pyeongchang two oh, years yeah. ago. <laughs> and we're also here with uh, Chris Venice, Ryan Walsh, Mike Lacey. All from Jersey. All from Jersey. 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 My mom's from Jersey. Yeah, right. yeah. Your mom's from Jersey. Oh yeah, Saddle River. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. My my father's from Jersey as well. No way. Yep. Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore. So we got right. Polly D, <laughs> the Enforcer, and whatever the hell those crazy assholes names were. <laughs> how did uh, how did your mom from Jersey? meet a professional Argentinian soccer player and then um, end up residing in Aspen, Colorado? Yeah, so I'm not 100% sure the actual story, but this is what I've gotten what so told. far. This is what I've been told. <laughs> so my mom is from Jersey, and she was coming out to Vail with her best friend and her family. Uh -huh. They were just taking a ski vacation. So they went to Vail, and my dad at the time, he moved away from Argentina, and he started playing indoor soccer in New Jersey and in New York. And he was hurt at the time. Couldn't go to a couple of the games. And the team doctor was saying, oh, do you want to go out to Vail? My family and I, we do a ski trip. You can just hang out and we'll just go chill. <laughs> and my dad was like, sure, I'll go, whatever. And my dad went up skiing one day. And I guess my mom and him collided on the run. And they just started talking. They went to dinner that night. They took a day trip to Aspen the next day, driving over. Huh. They're they like, never left. screw Vail. This yeah. is <laughs> <laughs> the whole crew went over. They came to Aspen. And my parents ended up never leaving. Nice. Yeah. That's <laughs> beautiful. Cool. Yeah. And you were born at the Aspen Valley Hospital, grew up at the base of Highlands. How did that influence your skiing? Yeah, I was super fortunate. My parents were actually about to move down Valley. And they had entered the employee housing lottery like 50 or 60,000 times, whatever it was, so many times. And my dad put in one last bid. He said, if we don't win this one, we're moving to Basal and we'll figure it out from there. Yeah. And he ended up winning these new houses right at the base of Highlands. And it just completely changed my life. I was a mile from Aspen Valley Ski and Snowboard Club. I was skiing, ski out to the mountain. So the mogul course was right outside my bedroom window. Mm. So every day I woke up. Okay, I'm going to ski moguls. That's like where I'm going. Course. And we would have contests there at Little USSA's, the Rocky Mountain Division. So I would see the competition skiing down after I'd finished training or in the morning or whatever it was. And it was the last thing I saw before I went to bed. Yeah. I saw the cats working on it every night. So it, I just lived, eat, and breathed skiing. Yeah, nice. Yeah. So you're making a little bit of dough now. I mean, being at the level you're at comes with some income. But you're obviously in the land of insanely priced housing. Can we count your hours training here as uh, workable hours for Picking County? If you ever want to get employee <laughs> housing, I think we should. So, yeah, I, I actually signed up for the employee housing, and I'm in the system. 
Yeah. They said it totally checks out, which is pretty cool of the city. I thought that was pretty awesome. Well, you're training and yeah, making your money here. here. Yeah, no, it, it makes complete sense to me. Good. So I was super grateful for that. that so you're awesome. in the system? I'm in the system. One, one checker board at a time? Yeah, I think it's going to take some time from what everyone's been telling me. Yeah. But. So what brings uh, our Jersey Shore boys to Aspen and not to Vail? Uh, we learned a couple uh, many years back that uh, this is the place to be. Yeah. I mean, it's been uh, four years straight. We're like, forget Bill. So yeah, come we, out here every year? Yeah, for sure. We actually got a, a foursome that goes on a BC trip every yeah. year, but that was a little uh, out of range for the rest of the family and the significant others. So we put together another trip this year. Yeah. Me and all up in Aspen, we had uh, his sister, which is his wife, all family had about 10 of us up here, and just, you know, spent about four days. Nice. Living the Aspen lifestyle, skiing, drinking, um, doing all the uh, you know the Caribou Club, all ten of us. Yeah. Are, <laughs> party with parents. Yeah, living yeah. the dream, right? So that's what was uh, it was kind of my dad's seventieth birthday reunion thing going on. So he, he kind of threw a, a shindig for all of us. So it, it was it was awesome. Nice. How, did you guys catch any X Games this year or past years? Yeah, of course. Uh, so you've seen them. you've seen the young gun right yeah, here yeah, do his thing. Up, man. It's pretty insane, <laughs> right? <laughs> Well, that's what we always wonder when we're up here and see skiers that are sick. How do you get that good? Yeah. And so I just heard when you wake up and you look up the hill and you see the bumps. <laughs> yeah, exactly. and there they are. <laughs> and if you don't know, now you know. Now you know. That's how you do it. Living at the Jersey Shore doesn't get us to uh, to that level. Uh, as many snowstorms as we chase out west. Yeah. <laughs> that's all right. While well, you're here. Yeah. And uh, have you ever been back to Argentina? Yeah, I've been back four times, went to Buenos Aires three times, and to Bariloche once. Very nice. His sister's married to an Argentine. Uh, a, Mendes a Mendesinian, actually, so oh, okay. right, at that, right at the foothills. Yeah, so yeah, we've yeah. Actually so been... we went and skied Portillo and Las Lanas. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so I went yeah. to Portillo two or three years ago, That's and it was cool an place. epic trip. Yeah. Cool place. Yeah, yeah, very Trace Hermanos and the beautiful lake at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. and all the switchbacks. Oh, man. Yeah, the, the highway the going up the resort. It's kind of crazy. The have you been down there? No. There are, there's like a 36 curbs, right? Yeah. Up this highway, switchback. and it's in the center of the ski resort, pretty so much. The lift crosses some of the switchbacks. Yeah. The road goes under the switchbacks. You end up skiing in through tunnels underneath that. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. And yeah. there are these huge semis driving through because the border <laughs> to Argentina is right, right there. there. So it's like, it's a crazy experience. Huh, and then no. you look left, and there's this huge, beautiful blue lake, and these three, like, 14 or 15,000 foot peaks called Trace Hermanos. And it's just an unbelievable view. Yeah. Well, I'm not even going to ask you if Aspen's going to be your long-term home because I we already know the answer. But <laughs> if you weren't going to be in Aspen, what are your what would be your next three ski resorts that you would plop down in long-term? Oh, that is a great question. Coming in number three probably would go to maybe Whistler. Yeah, Whistler's epic. It's just so awesome yeah. out there, and there's such good terrain, and they got great parks out there. But number two would probably be Teen, France, or mm -hmm. Val d'Isère. That's so fun. Uh, it's just such a good atmosphere, like we were talking about earlier, and the love for skiing is unbearing. It's unbelievable. Yeah, all time. And then number one, I'd probably live in Innsbruck. Yeah. Innsbruck, Austria is just a really special place, and there's like nine or ten resorts all around it within an hour driving. But they also have this small resort right in the base of the city, and it's called Nordketten. It's a little two-person chair, but it's all a park. 
it's like a five second run, but it's amazing. Yeah, nice. <laughs> so I think I would do that. But I think this is the place, right? For Aspen's you. Aspen's number one in my heart, number one in my head, right? Yeah, that's Can't true. Leave. And you're in the housing lottery now, yeah, so. Yeah, so I'm never <laughs> so you can even afford sure. to live here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, right, that's, that's the tough part. But yeah. are your parents uh, still have the place at Highlands? Yeah, my mom still got the place at Highlands. My parents uh, were recently divorced, which is all good things, all good in the hood. And my sister, my mom, and I live there. And my sister's going to college soon, so. Okay. And I'm traveling, living out of the suitcase, so. Yeah. <laughs> so it's nice to have a little home base there, yeah. but you're not like me and my wife. We've been uh, up in with my parents for five years. Yeah. But that's all good too. You got to make it work here. Yeah, it's kind of old school having all the generations under one home. That's it's kind awesome. Of a beautiful right. thing, right? Yeah, I wouldn't. I personally wouldn't change it. We get along well. Obviously, there's ups and downs, and um, I think you know, in the future, when you look back to have that sort of time in close quarters with family, you won't remember any hardships or, or fights. You'll just remember that you had the time together. Yeah. And so I'm happy you have that. Where is your dad now? My dad's still in town, living with one of his friends, one of his work companions, so that's cool. Um, but yeah, like you said, in a lot of older cultures around the world, Asian culture especially, but also South American culture, you know, it's usually three generations under one roof. Yeah. So now you got the casita in the back, and if you have kids, yeah. <laughs> you'll have all three in one compound. Yeah, we're making it work. Took some time. Yep. I've been pitching to my family for years. I want to go down to Argentina and just start a compound. We'll all move down there, yeah, raise the kids together, <laughs> go up the mountains, make good wine, eat Grow good some all back. Yeah, exactly, you know? That's the dream, right? All living together with everyone you love under one roof. Yeah. It is. I don't know how in our society we've gotten so far away from that. I'm not, right? Um, that people are often astounded when you do live with family and you say, well, for for eons it's always been this been, way been and so way, right? yeah, yeah, we're yeah. bringing it back to the roots nice. yeah. oxlines took a first our first run kind of going buckhorn side looking for the jumps a little slow because there's more powder than we expected there's a lot more snow than we anticipated so i think we got to go to the steep and deep right yeah we're gonna go uh powder hounding wasn't even enough speed. Typically, when I'm behind you, there's a backflip, a flat three. Oh, man. Not even enough. Not even enough speed with that powder to really get into the acrobatics, which was fine by me, because then I, I didn't feel the pressure to, to do it too. So that was fine. I think we talked maybe dipping off on a Christie side, or there's just seemingly lovely pockets of snow on the mountain. As you guys know, it was closed yesterday. Um, have you guys taken a run yet? Yeah. 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 Well, yesterday they opened the gondola at noon, so we were sitting there waiting for it, and so we got right up yesterday and, and lapped over in the Gents Ridge. So we must have stayed over there. And Walsh's. And Walsh's and, uh, uh, was it Star? Whatever it is over there. Well, and hopefully you left some for us on that side. We're going to do a little bit of exploring. Get over there. Yep. Are you guys filming, or are you uh, just scanning? We're just skiing. Doing this uh, whole thing called the gondola cast, which is exactly what you see is what you get, or what you what you hear is what you get. Beautiful. Yeah. So um, this what, is. It's called the gondola cast. We can find it on the. Yeah, it's called the gondola gondola cast. Find it on iTunes, all that kind of stuff. You guys will be on episode seven, launching uh, next Sunday for the Opera Ski. So awesome. Get your feet up and pour yourself a whiskey, sit by the fire, and that's when you catch the gondola cast on Sundays. Uh, again, we're here with the champ, Alex Ferreira. We talked a lot about X Games. 
what was that experience in Pyongyang, China like? The Olympics. Oh, the the Olympic training venue was Genting Secret Garden, I believe is the name of the resort. I was a little confused. Wait, wait. You silver medaled in so Pyeongchang. Pyeongchang, yeah, yeah, uh, Pyeongchang, South Korea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Sorry to the cultures <laughs> in the east. I was a little confused there for a second. <laughs> Mixing up my my countries in the Orient. Thinking about the the upcoming Olympics, which yep. is in China, yep. and reversing, yeah, Pyeongchang being in South um, Korea. So what was that whole experience like? Yeah, the Olympics is definitely an amazing experience because not only do you get to represent your country, but you get to represent your town where you come from. So I felt like I had a lot of love and support, and that was just so awesome moving into the games with so much positivity and support on your side. So that was really amazing. The Olympics is a little different than what I think people would expect. It's, um, it's a lot of pressure. Yeah, I think everyone would expect that. <laughs> everyone expects that, yeah. Everyone, uh, most of the questions I get are, are there condoms in the Olympic Village? Like, is there a lot of they made a big story out? about oh that. Oh my gosh, that's all I hear all the time. Yeah, I saw a couple condoms, but whatever. <laughs> Did you develop any uh, crushes cross sport while you were at the Olympics? There were a few crushes. Any ice losers that really tickled your pickle? Definitely no ice losers, but um, yeah. Michaela Schifrin got to meet her, and she is absolutely gorgeous, and she is an absolutely amazing person from yeah. what I got, and she works super hard, so that was awesome to meet her. Michaela, your boy's over here on the better side of the mountains if you want to take a trip. <laughs> uh, my, I got a question. Do you have a girlfriend? I do not have a girlfriend, yeah. which is it's great. Yeah, I can't imagine that, yeah, <laughs> that great. lifestyle sitting real well with that. So. Yeah, no, it's, it's supposed to be fun. I'm 25 years old. I'm traveling the world. I'm going to different competitions and meeting all kinds of new people. Nice. So I think I think Live, girlfriend can wait. <laughs> girlfriend can definitely wait. Yeah, any girlfriend might be a little stressed out with that whole situation. Uh, yeah, I don't want to hurt anyone. I don't want to break anyone's heart. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a gentleman. Um, so what are you thinking? Dipping off one of these sides, seeing what we can find? Yeah, let's go hit up Christie's. Maybe go ski Gentleman's Ridge, maybe Walsh's. That jump in there is pretty good. It's a little steep, so. Yep. We've talked a lot of skiing. Um, one last thought. You know, every year there's tons of topics that kind of proliferate Aspen News. What What's something that's true to heart for you that's been going on in town that you want to see change or improve, anything like that? Oh, Wicks, you caught me on left field. I don't even know. <laughs> Uh, what do I want to see change in town? Or what do you want to see not change? Yeah, what do I want to see not change? You know, I think the 1A thing, I definitely do want to see change. Yeah. See that portal of the mountain be opened up and have new life and invigoration. I think that would be really cool. I, I wish Jeff well on his project okay. at Gorsuch House. Um, one thing I don't necessarily know if I want to change is the airport. i got to do some more research on that and see if that's the right thing to do. Yeah. But, um... There's a lot of different options to weigh, you know, like we got to think about the climate, we got to think about the population in Aspen, we got to think about is the runway big enough, all these different aspects to really consider. And they've had a lot of meetings on it, so I got to do more diligent research and figure out if that's something that I think should be done or not. Well put. He's a champion on the slopes and a champion of the Aspen people. It's a pleasure knowing you and taking a lap with you. Boys, hopefully it's been a fun experience for you as well on the gondola cast here. Yeah. We've got the, the Jersey Shore crew out with the family enjoying 
our beautiful Aspen Mountain and taking advantage of no lift lines and, and fresh snow. So we wish you guys have a wonderful experience here and uh, stay safe out there. Have fun. Alex, best of luck on the rest of the season and your endeavors. I'm sure next up on your mind to check off the list is Olympic gold in China. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, good luck with everything this year and just keep living life the way you do and keep, keep the same attitude and good things are going to continue to come and it's been a blessing to watch, man. Yeah, I really appreciate you having me on the podcast, Wix. It's been absolutely awe-inspiring to look up to you and look towards look to you towards inspiration and uh, you know really get my bearings of what I want to be as a skier and that was cool when we were young you gave me that so I really appreciate it well, sweet words to a washed up old man I appreciate <laughs> it now let's get some more turns in it's too much fun out here checking out let's do it we'll try to keep up with you guys <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>